Hello, 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 and welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. This is Frida, your girl, your host, here to bring you the most of what did God say? Oh my, oh my, oh my. I tell you this morning, I have been basking, basking. You know what basking means? I've just been sitting and simmering and embracing the awesomeness of God's word. You know, I started out this morning. I've been in a study for five days, five days. In First Peter, First Peter, I'm encouraged. You know, this is what I like about mentoring the fundamental of God's word. It always, there is always something to help in our day-to-day thought process. First and foremost, one of the things I mentor more than anything is understanding there is a belief system in everything. There is a belief system in everything, and we can make that belief system to be naturally or spiritually. But everything that is mentored through the foundational teaching of God's word is what has been transforming in my life. Oh, I hope somebody get that. I think one of the greatest books, and there are many books we can mentor from in our society, you know, from Socrates, you know, very, very wisdomatic scholars. They are very pronounced and profound, educated and wise individuals that have written books, even the Bible within itself. It was ordained, ministered, anointed, prophetically written by people who were scholars back in that time frame. And those words, just like any other book that we use to glean from, to be self-helped by, this book has became very instrumental more than any of my 300 books that I have in my possession, even in my own writings. And one of the things this morning, as God led me from 1 Peter, he began to take me to one of the books I was instructed to write. And the topic of that book is, ladies, what did God say? But the subtitle is, when are you? When are you? We're moving into 2021. And as I was sitting here, reading my own words. And then I begin to think, wow, why don't I read some inserts on my podcast? So one of the things in the win book, let me, let me give you a little brief summary. The win book is about whining, whining people. When I, people who constantly asking God, when I, when I, when I, when will I get this? When will I get this husband? When will I get this car? When will I get these bills paid? When will this happen in my life? When will I get this business started? And one of the things in, in the, in the flow of the spirit when I began writing this book on when I, God just strategically said, if if I put those letters up on a board, just the letters that scrambled, you know, if you ever used to watch Soul Train, Soul Train used to have, you know, Don Cornelius had a board and he would just put the letters up, they'd be scrambled and you have to unscramble them and create a word. So when I scrambled when I, 
when, when the letters were sitting there, God said, when I, if you ask when I, when I, when I, so many times it becomes wine. W-H-I-N-E. I said, oh my God. Constantly asking when I can transcend into a wind. So in my book, God had me to expound around Deuteronomy chapter 8. When the children of Israel was constantly winding. So you will see inserts that talks about that in this book. When I wind. And for so long, I think we missed the mark in not comprehending what whining can do. So one of the things I put on page 25, it said the answer. And I gave the answer because the page that before then, it, I, I, I was kind of summarizing what it's like when no matter, it can be a precious baby. Listen to this, you all. A precious, beautiful baby. And if that baby whines so much, constantly, it can be your loving, precious baby. But sooner or later, you'll start trying to figure out ways to comfort that baby from whining because no one can sit and tell me that whining over time repeatedly, 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 repeatedly would not agitate your good spirit. Oh, I hope somebody got that. So I put a little example about that in the book. But one of the things I said, if we repeat wine, and, and like I said, we unscramble the word. The next time when, when we ask too many wins to others, self or even God, from now on, perhaps it may be best we should reflect on praying to change. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Remember, it's a when we will and should always be changing for the better. No matter what happens in our lives, God does not want us to murmur, which equals whine or complain. Rather, it says, in all things, give thanks. I remember myself when I am going through storms of life, kick downs or fall downs. A quote from a DJ named Soul Psyker. Back in the 70s, he used to be on 97.9 uh, FM, Albany, Georgia. Back in those days in the 70s, he had this quote, and it simply says, Don't walk around with your head in disgust. Things are never so bad that they couldn't be worse. Now, let's see. Do anyone know, straight from the Bible, what happened? To the 550 plus children of Israel, the descendants of Jacob, and com converts to faith and worship God, Yah Yah uh, Yahweh. Now listen to this. There was 550 plus children of Israel, descendants of Jacob, and converts to faith and worship. These were worshiper people. They were believers of God. And it says, Yahweh, when they whined instead of giving thanks. That's on page 24 at the bottom. What it says in page 25, it said the answer. Because the believers of faith whined, it says they wandered. They drifted around. Yes, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Now, from my 
from what I wrote it after my research, I put many scholars says, many scholars says, through the measurements, this journey only took one day. It was a day's journey to arrive. But they were traveling to and they were traveling to get to the promised land, which God had promised them flowing with goodness and blessings. Yet because of their much whining, that's that when I, when I, when I, their murmuring, their complaining and disobedience after seeing the many miracles for many years in their lives given by God, they rather whine then give thanks. Oh, I'm reading page 25. It said to see even the miracles which God departed the Red Sea to free them, to make it to the other side. Now, can you imagine? Now, this part I'm adding in. Can you imagine standing in front of a huge sea and the enemy is coming behind you and you see no way of crossing this much water? But a miraculous miracle, the water began to depart and open up and make a clear passageway for you to run through. And when you saw this miracle by an unforeseen God, and then God closed the water up on your enemies that was trying to overtake you. And when you get to the other side, remember now, these people were going to the promised land. Oh, I hope somebody get this. Full of blessings. After seeing the miracle being brought out of bondage. But then let me continue on in my reading. So it's a yet because of their much whining when I, their murmuring, complaining and disobedience after seeing many miracles for many years in their lives given by God. Because, see, they saw miracles. Let me put a pen right there. They saw miracles before they were even kept captive by Pharaoh. See, the children of Israel, they were skilled. They were scholars. They were builders. And what happened when Pharaoh apprehended them and brought them into bondage under him, before he brought them into bondage, oh, I hope somebody get this, they were liberated. So they knew what it felt like to be free even before they were held in bondage. Have you ever experienced meeting somebody like that? That that you know that they know what it feels like to have that freedom to live in a peace, in a harmonious, harmonious lifestyle. They're, they, they, they're not bound by their credit. They're not bound by heartaches and headaches. They're not bound by not being able to pay their bills. They're not bound by the fact they're looking for a job or wanting a job. They've been in positions to feel that before they ended up into the bondage of the debt. Oh, I hope somebody got that. And then God brought them out of the debt. Oh, I hope somebody get this. And then they still was complaining like they were still in the debt. Oh, I hope somebody got that. This is what happened with the children of Israel. They found themselves steady murmuring and complaining even after. Now, let me continue on reading. Okay, it said to see even the miracle which God departed the Red Sea to free them to make it to the other side. They could have died from and did not, but yet, see, they didn't even understand that. They could have died in the Red Sea, but God didn't even allow that. 
How many of you know there's so many things that have overwhelmed our lives that could have took our very life from anxiety, from frustration, from depression. But yet God has spared us and showed us great and mighty miracles. So let me get back to the reading. It says, but yet, even after they did not die, they still whined and complained. Ooh, my God. Do you perhaps know someone who life seems to be held up from enjoying many blessings because of many wines? Can we not wine people? Now I want to read the scripture below that. It's Deuteronomy 8 and verse 1 through 2. It say, all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go in. Let, let me back that up and read it again. All the commandments, this is God's word, which I command thee this day, not yesterday, but this day, the day you hear my voice on this podcast or the day you pick up this book and you read it, it or the day you picked up your Bible and you read it. It said that if, if you had not heard it before, now you're hearing it now. It said, I command thee, not ask, I command thee this day. If you shall observe to do that ye may live and multiply. Well, I hope y'all got that. It say, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And that thou shall remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Now, this is the part I really want to read for people to comprehend. It says to humble thee, oh my God, and to prove thee, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or no. I tell you, I tell you, that is very powerful. If you can comprehend and grasp the power of knowing how you can transform your life by activating a word called humility. If we humble ourselves, see what whining does, and I, and I go on into my book and I talk more about what whining does. See, whining really hinders. When, when, when we whine, it lets, it lets us know, like Jeremiah says in 29 and 12, it says, Then shall ye call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearten unto you. See, we don't need to whine people. We just need to call on the Lord. That's on page 28. And it says, And ye shall seek me and find me when, we back to that word, when you shall search for me with all your heart. When are you ready to make the changes? When are you ready to accelerate your growth and walk into your divine destiny? I want to read some of this from verse from page 28, because I, I, I go back again in and out of the book of Deuteronomy and talk about the importance of not winding. This is why I feel this book is very instrumental to people who have a tendency to whine, murmur, and complain. But I want to say something. When we, when we, when I said on verse, 
page 28, I said, when we are ready to make changes to our foliage, because my books are centered around, you know, us being as plants, but I'm not going to get off into that. You have to obtain the book in order to get the, the revelation of why I refer to us as plants. But in order to accelerate our growth, accelerate and walk into our divine destiny, I say accelerated growth of all forms of any living person or plant is obtained when... Additional ingredients are added above that which is considered as normal, as regular ingredients. See, we can grow and then we can accelerate our growth. You, you, and so I go on. Let me let me not get out the book. I said this this for plants in many cases is called manure. If you're not familiar with manure. It is a raw form of cow desecrate. I can say it's not pleasant to smell or touch. However, use of this unpleasant byproduct, once it's mixed with other ingredients, is used to create some of the most beautiful gardens and plants our eyes may behold. In other words, our beauty is character. Our beauty in character is generally derived from seasons where we may need to be fertilized with manure. It's a stinking smelling muck. The the stinking thing at times that are said or done to us or the stinking things we have done or said to others can be used to accelerate in our growth. It may not smell good or feel good at times, but when we back to that word, when we mix the ingredients of the fruits of the spirit, and that's listed in volume two, what are you? Through our personality, they will also help us to blossom beautifully in our due season. Oh, I hope somebody got that. When is the proper time to begin fertilizing? See, 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 we can we can sit and think that the, the bad things, the stinking things, the awful things that happen to us. I put a pen, so I'm, 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 I'm paraphrasing now that these things can take us down. But here I gave from reading in my book how sometimes the stinking things can also turn our character into beautiful plants. It's the stinking stuff. That we don't allow because the beginning of my book, I talk about our feelings, how we can get our feelings to, to, to keep us from being fertilized. So now I'm going back into the reading on page 28. It said, when is the proper time to begin fertilization? Well, it says that's a question. The word of God instructs us to begin the day we hear his voice. It said to hearten not our hearts from obeying his word. Hebrew 3 and 15 says, while it is said today, today, if you will hear God's voice, hearten not your hearts as in the provocation. To keep one's hearts from being heartened are instructions from God and God's word from the Bible. And it does not always come easy for us to practice especially when we are going through tough times or on rough roads through our journey. Page 29 says, not to mention the 101 basics of trying to survive 
in today's society. But I'm going to jump on down to the middle of that page. And I'm going to talk about briefly, there are some fear factors. If we overcome them, we can help guide ourselves to peaceful freedom, which Jesus died to give us, that we may have the right and abilities to obtain life more abundantly. When we work to stop allowing these five fear factors to become the footprints which lead us forward, we can begin to curtail the whining, the whining of the winds. Faith, forgiveness, focus, right feelings, and foundation. When we learn how and when to stand strong in these five F words, and not be fearful to operate in them and begin to take our burdens, our problems, our decisions which weigh us down or our complicated conditions to the Lord and leave them there. When we walk in faith, people, forgiveness, focus, feelings, right feelings, and God's foundation. May I repeat, when we learn how to leave our problems to God, It is not amusing when we pray to God and ask or beg him to help us with problems. And we oftentimes find ourselves confused about picking them back up or to keep carrying them. Then becomes waiting on the manifestation of when I I, I flip to page 30. And when God answers us concerning the prayers We learn how to lead to him. We may be praying for peace during a time all hell is breaking loose. Leave it there. God's words say humble ourselves and be still. But because we don't feel like doing that, we start working or keep trying to come up with solutions to think we need to help God out. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Yes, we will utilize time trying to determine how much of the problem we want to hold on to or keep wrestling within us. How much of the problem we want and how much we want God to fix. Mainly, we will seem to allow the part which is hard or impossible for us that we will leave to let God fix. Oh, but wait, this is good. What about the times we pray for others to be changed? But when we think in our minds, when we ask God to help us in shaping other people and other people's problems, we got the knowledge and all the power to literally tell God how and what he needs to do to get other people straightened out. Wow. Think about it. Why are there times when we are so much smarter to tell God how he needs to do his job? Wow. It's all I can say. Let me provide a little truth 101. God truly does not need us to help him out. Remember, he is God.
Proverbs 19 and 8. He that get wisdom loves his own soul. See, this is why we get wisdom, people. It's about your own soul. He that keeps understanding shall find good. When to begin will assist in knowing when to establish order. Remember, any and all order spiritually established is in divine order. God orchestrates all goodness in decency and order. When is setting a time frame or a schedule. To everything, there is a time and season for purpose. When are you ready? In this volume, it starts with the oldest, but first list of instructions given directly from God. During a season when his children were weighed down and weighing down others who were in good spirits around them by whining, murmuring, and complaining. And then I go more on page 31 into Deuteronomy. Well, I insert the scriptures, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 6 through 18. I just felt led and compelled to come in here. And now I would like to close with the prayer because each volume has a prayer enclosed before the chapters. And they also have journal sections. And this is the prayer for the beginning of chapter three. Father God and the most high and righteous, as I humbly come before your throne of grace in prayer, please have mercy on my soul and please forgive me for the wrong that I have done in words and deeds, my actions. And please forgive those who have wronged me. I ask as I continue in my life journey that you give me the strength that I need to endure my changes and challenges, which are to help me grow better. Please renew in me daily a fresh wind of energy that I can mount up my wings and rise up as an eagle and I can walk through my changes and not faint and give up. Lord, during the times or days when I live and lie on my bed, of afflictions, or walk through life as on a bed of roses. I pray to be delivered from the many pains my life journey have encountered. I pray that my physical, mental, emotional, financial, and spiritual healing be bind, attached firmly around, around me on earth as it is bound, clearly a obligated custom in heaven. And that whenever that which should be loose freely is unfastened in earth shall be loosed as it is in heaven. I denounce the work of all satanic evil and the attacks of all works against my flesh operating through my heart, mind, soul, finances, family, friends, and even my enemies. I pray that any of these evil works and hindering spirits be sent back to wheresoever it was formed and not be returned unto me no more in Jesus' name. I pronounce, declare, decree, and affirm I am covered under the power from the shedding of Jesus' blood. And I declare in this spirit realm that the blood of Jesus will also keep the windows 
and the doorposts of my home and the homes of my loved ones covered. Please, God, continue to bless my spirit with your righteousness, rightness, that my soul would not perish but have everlasting life. I pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, your precious and loving son, who being our advocate to you, when he died to extend salvation to a sinner like me. In Jesus' name, amen. That's on page 27. I thank you all for tuning in to my podcast. Ladies, what did God say can be utilized for anyone, male or female? When I came up with this title, Orchestrated by God, in 2011, I sat down and I literally wrote 300 pages for one book. And then the Holy Spirit came back and said, dissect the book and put it out in individuals because it was just too much to consume. So much of this information that is inserted in these books have been written since 2011. I did make some adjustments, modification, clip arts, and different things and inserted more scriptures as I con- uh, 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 separated it into individual books. So I just want to thank you all for listening in. If you are interested, this is the, the volume three, When Are You? It's been revived edition and it has a journal in the back where you can write your notes and and, and, and and reminisce whatever you're led by the spirit to write. I thank you again for tuning in to my podcast. Do have a beautiful, awesome Sabbath Sunday. And until the next podcast upload, I bid you that God continue to let you prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Remember, the book is available on Amazon. God bless. Good day.